everybody, welcome to Backyard Blue, just two brothers talking sports and whatever else comes our way. I'm brother number one by birth order anyway, that's me, Blake Miller. My students call me Mr. Miller, my mama calls me Moose. Brother number two on the other side of the screen, that is my brother from the same mother, Mr. Hunter Borland, the hunt daddy, the head hunter, and my daughter calls him Hump. Hump, what's happening, man? I downloaded TikTok. I got to practice my, my TikTok dances. <laughs> hey, two things before... We get going because we're not doing a full show. We're just kind of doing NFL previews, but I can't let the the moment pass. CM Punk coming back, AEW, was the most um, unbelievable pop I've ever seen. Uh, it was so good. And then uh, we followed that up with Brock and Beck, uh, Becky Lynch, whatever. It was a good time. And then Imani Bates yes. signing the day with the Tigers. That's, that's awesome. That's that was awesome. really great. What's this most anticipated season now since – it's been it yeah. Away, right? I mean, yep. There'll be a I'm, lot of NBA guys here next year, and to watch the uh, to watch the Tigers. Yeah, it, it, that whole you could spend the whole show talking about just the Imani Bates thing and, and the effects it might have on college recruiting with the whole name, image, and likeness thing. The G League Ignite now that overtime league, like I mean, and the the NIL gives everybody in college a chance to compete, it's and it's nice to have field. exactly. And it, well. Unless you got FedEx in your back door, which yeah. which Memphis has, <laughs> so I, I'm excited, man. And and uh, him and Duran together, along with a pretty good squad, it's going to be fun to be a Tiger fan again. It's, I mean, it's not. Yeah. It, I always love to say that I'm a Tiger fan, but it hasn't been fun to be a Tiger fan in a long time. So I'm pretty excited about it. I know uh, all all my buddies were texting me and we're like, "You money bites, yeah." <laughs> It's it's, it's not stuff. always uh it's not always when you're a Memphis Tiger fan to say that you're in a different level of caliber when it comes to recruiting and stuff like that. I mean, we're on just a different we're in a different stadium now. Like we're with yeah, you can say blue bloods, whatever. Yeah, they I mean, are. I'm sure they got the money, but yeah, um, you know, with Larry Brown, it's just I'm I'm pumped about it. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a Although fun it, a fun ride. I put on our Instagram recruiting is weird. Like looking so at weird. his email. Like, oh, he's got a Tiger's email. Oh, he's registered for classes. It's like, guys, I mean, they'll make things work in college. He could have he could have committed next month and they would have got him in the classes. Like, just recruiting's weird. There was a, a talk today that one of the trending topics in Memphis Twitter was the white pages. Like, how they, they, they were talking about how you used to throw the white pages. At, like, they used to throw a, a book of phone numbers to your door. And now addresses. It's, now you're uh, – invading privacy if you look up somebody's email address here we'll make this full circle uh when i went to john calipari's basketball camp when i was like nine years old ten years old whatever it was we got to stay in the players dorms at that time they still had players dorms and uh we used the yellow pages with all the campers to make prank calls to random oh, people my and goodness. pizzas and so uh, you know so let's bring this full circle university tigers basketball white pages yellow pages good stuff I don't know how to make a segue from the Yellow Pages to the Houston Texans, but I'm going to try. Uh, we're going to lawyers in the Yellow Pages. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. There you go. <laughs> I mean, should leave, leave that to you. So we're going to do our, another uh, NFL preview episode today. We're going to be previewing the NFL season division by division using team win totals gathered from FanDuel Sportsbooks. And we're going to give you our over-under picks and tell you what our confidence is in each of those picks, kind of preview the teams along the way. And then we'll tell you if there's any, like, division winner bets that we like. Uh, just kind of give you some overall thoughts about what we expect this season, division by division. Today's division is going to be the AFC South division. 
And let's get right into it. Uh, break out your yellow pages. Let's go to the Houston Texans. <laughs> They've got a win total of four with the over being the favorite in, in terms. It's got the minus odds beside it. And they're uh, plus 2,300 to win the division. I'm going to let you take the lead on this one. What are your thoughts about the 2021 Houston Texans? Uh, Bill O'Brien left a just a flaming dumpster fire behind when he traded for Laramie Tunzel and got rid of you know that first round pick that gets oh man was it too? I mean it was just a complete mess this year. I mean they got a long way to go before they're good again. Uh, and I mean it's one question: Does the Sean play right? Uh, yeah. Because if right now I don't see how there's any way he comes on the field until all this matters reserved. You've seen the NFL; they took a hit with um, what's his name that uh, Ray Rice, you know, a few years ago. And since then, anything that's like this, they're not going to let you play if there's an investigation going on. So if he's not playing, even if he does get cleared, they're going to trade him. So I don't see how he steps on the field for the Texans at all. And maybe he's good enough for five wins, but I just don't see. I like Tyrod Taylor. He seems like the nicest guy. He got stabbed by his own uh, medical staff last year that allowed Justin Herbert to play. Like, I feel bad for the guy. Like, he seems like just an awesome person. But, like, Randall Cobb, when he's getting out of there, he's going, this place is on fire. Like, he's like, I just don't see how they win more than four games. There's always one team every year that wins two or three. I'm pretty confident, even though it's four wins, to go under here. I mean, they're by far the lowest win total on the board. And when I first looked at this number, I didn't even look at the roster and I thought, oh, let's go over. Four is just too low of a number to give an NFL team. Man, there's got to be enough talent to win a few games. But that being said, I just I just looked up and down the roster and it just doesn't look like a good football team at all. And you mentioned Tyrod Taylor, and I, I thought it's funny. I don't know if you remember the Hard Knocks episodes back when, when he was on the Browns. He starts off the season, he gets replaced by Baker Mayfield. He goes to the Chargers, he starts off the season, he gets replaced by Justin Herbert. This year, is he going to start off the season and then get replaced by Davis Mills? They, He was the rookie that they drafted this year in, what, the third or fourth round? Or was I mean, I don't know. That? If I'm remembering – but I remember somebody saying that they really liked him for some reason. I don't know who that came from, or I could be completely making that up, that they really like this guy. But I, I think the Texans are going to be a tank job, right? I mean – They get their pick back, and they need to go get a quarterback. So, I mean, it's the Spencer Rattler showdown, right? Sam Howell showdown, I, I guess. Um, yeah, I mean – I don't know, be somebody man. new by the time the draft comes back around. There'll be some guy that just – Went crazy, Joe Burrow, Mac Jones. That will be in that conversation. But yeah, Spencer Rattler's kind of the. He seems like the clubhouse favorite. I think. Um, this is this is a stupid way to judge anything, but I just looked at their coaching staff, and if you look at a picture of their head coach, David Cully, that dude looks like he's 122 years old, <laughs> getting his first. Back, what's his face from last year? I know it's like, yeah. I mean, and they brought in Lovey Smith to be their defensive coordinator, who just got fired from Illinois. Now we know Lovey can coach. Lovey's a good defensive mind, but I, I just feel like Lovey's kind of past his time. It kind of feels like this is a stopgap year for them. It doesn't matter. Like with that, I, there's still enough 
they could win four games. So, like, if you take the under, it's living dangerously because you're yeah. hoping that, you know, oh, three wins in 17. Yeah, I'm staying yeah. away from this one. I'm not betting it, but I, I, I could see them being three and – I could see them being two and 15, three and 14, four and 13. Like, to me, five wins, maybe six is, like, the max they're going to get. And that's just because they have NFL talent. I mean, they do have some NFL talent, but it's nothing yeah. – it's nothing that's special. That's what everybody says, like, in the NFL. Like, even the best team and, like, the worst team, it's a few players away from being close to even. Like, yeah. It's not – so, you have one decent game, maybe two, and you get to play Jacksonville twice in your own division. So, it's not like they're a murder's row on their schedule. Yeah, I mean, they've got Rex Burkhead on their team. I'm just looking at their roster, and it's just – I don't know, man. It's just – it's hard to find – it's it just old on their side with Jack used to be though. <laughs> I mean, are we going to see Jeff Driscoll? I mean, I love, I do love Brandon cooks as a, as a receiver. I think he's a really talented uh, be guy. Gone, I bet in the middle of the year. Maybe I, I think Ingram and Lindsay are good, but then like you can have decent skill players, but you're still running behind a terrible line. They may just be a ball control offense, but they don't have the defense to do that either. I just don't see it for them. I, I, I if I'm betting, I'm probably betting the under because the over is the favorite and get a little better odds on the under. I'd probably take it, but I'm not going to bet it just because it's tough to bet four for an yeah. NFL team. All right, next we'll up. Four under is where they're at. Is that is that what you think is going to happen? Yeah, four under. I got the under, but I'm not going to bet it. But I think four is probably the right number. I'd be, I couldn't bet the over. I couldn't go to five. but I, I just wouldn't we'll bet it. I just wouldn't bet yeah. it. If it was four and a half, I'd feel good about the under, but – there's a reason that people in Vegas do this and not me. Stay away. Stay away. Next is the Jaguars, and they're kind of an interesting team, if only just because of the coach and the quarterback combination. Their over-under is set at six and a half, with the under being the, uh, the, the favorite here. They're plus 600 to win the division. And my first thought on Jacksonville is just that I think it's going to take time. Like, they were 1-15 last year for a reason. And a lot of that same team is coming back. I do believe they have talent. I think they have more talent than the Texans on their roster. I just think it's going to take time for Urban Meyer to figure it out at the NFL level. I do buy the future. I do believe in Urban Meyer. I definitely believe in Trevor Lawrence. But even with the best quarterbacks, unless they land in kind of a cake situation, it's really tough sledding right off the bat. And like if you see the rookie quarterbacks that succeed have a good roster around them, at least a – you know a functional roster around them. I don't think Jacksonville has that just yet. I think the roster they have is on the rise. They have some good players. The offensive line is actually not that bad. I mean, it's, it's not great on the tackles with Cam Robinson. Uh, he's, he's never really been what you want him to be. Um, but the interior of the offensive line is pretty good. The skill positions are not too bad. And I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be good, but the defense is where things can kind of fall apart. I'm a believer in Urban Meyer. I'm a believer in Trevor Lawrence, but I am not a believer that they will win seven games. So I am going to take the under six and a half here. I think you're probably looking at a five and 12, six and 11 season from them. Give me the 22 and 23 Jag stock, just not 2021. What's your thought on Jacksonville? I'm with you uh, on the under. I don't think there's any way they can get the seven. This feels to me a lot like the Bengals last year. Yeah. Their offensive line is going to, could get Lawrence hurt. Like Joe Burrow was running for his life last year. I could see them 
or C. Lawrence being in the same situation where he just has no time to throw. Travis Etienne just uh, was lost for the year. They announced that today. Oh, I missed uh, that. That's terrible. Yes. Yeah, so James Robinson's still split. good, but yeah. he's not. Yeah, ETM was going to be special, I think. And so I just don't see. Uh, I'm whatever with Urban Meyer. He was an unbelievable college coach, one of the best of all time. Um, they have not looked good in the preseason. I know it. It's the preseason, and people are like, "Oh, well, they're not going to show all what they got." But they look like they don't know how to play football. Like it looks like a high school JV team. Like they don't know how to play. So. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is going to have a rough road, but I think it's kind of like maybe a Peyton Manning rookie year type thing where he throws a lot of interceptions, gets hit a lot, but you see that he's going to be good. Like you see the arm talent, you see the things that made him the best quarterback since Peyton Manning came out of, came out of college, uh, yeah. you know, as far as, as prospect wise goes. So, uh, I'll enjoy watching them. Like they're going to be a fun team to just keep up with because of Trevor yeah. Lawrence, but I don't see any way that they get to uh, get to seven. I, I I see five and twelve as their most likely. I see them in Houston, kind of battling for the bottom of the division. I, that's kind of what I think. I do think they're a little bit better than than Houston is. Uh, no, I, I just pulled up their depth chart on uh, on on Pro Football Focus, and I mean, you look at their roster, and they've got some they've got some talent on that roster um, on the, on the defensive side but they do have a lot of holes. Uh, if you get a step forward from chase on, on the end and Josh Allen is still pretty good on the other end, like they have a chance to be good. The corners are not terrible. Uh, Shaquille Griffin's pretty good. And then the other guy, uh, CJ Henderson, I, I read that they wanted to get rid of him already. Uh, and I was kind of shocked by that. Uh, I, I was like hoping the chiefs would get in on that. He did not have a good season last year. He was graded as the 74th best quarterback. I mean, best cornerback. Uh, it, it's tough to make up for a, a bad secondary when you don't have an amazing pass rush. So I feel like even if their offense is a step better than it was last year, again, they, they have a decent offensive line. It's not, it's probably just a little worse in the middle of the pack. They got a good receiving core with Marvin Jones Jr., LaVisca Chenault, DJ, DJ Chark. Do, 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 do. Uh, James Robinson's a pretty good halfback. I mean, you could see the offense being pretty good and maybe they get in some shootout games that are entertaining. Like, you know, in the NBA, we have league pass teams that maybe aren't that good. We like watching on league pass. Just they're fun to watch. They lose a lot. The Jags might be that team that are just a little more exciting, bad team this year, but I'm still taking the under for anything that they get rid of Garner Minshew and he can go somewhere and, and play. Yeah. I just love watching him come out to play football. Who's like, a good fit for excited him to watch him play. I, I wish he would have gone to Washington. I was trying to think of that earlier. Like Washington, they could still do it because if it's yeah. are you really going to go to to Hinky? Uh, I mean, really, there's unless somebody gets hurt, which somebody will get hurt, and I think that's when he may get traded. Like, there's going to be a quarterback that goes down, and I mean, if I'm if I'm the Cowboys, I'm trying to get him right now because I do not want yeah. Kerry Gilbert coming in as my backup. You know, it's still tough. I mean, you're hoping that he goes. I mean, I guess he would probably go to a team that's already <laughs> that's already decent. Or is a, is a terrible quarterback that maybe could have got them to the playoffs or something like that. And they want somebody to maybe still make that happen. Yeah. Maybe you can help go 500 the rest of the way or something. Yeah. I, I think it's more likely that he get he would get traded to a bad team. Man, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I'd, I'd like you, I'd like to see him somewhere else, but I don't know that we'll be granted that wish. I'm on the under for them. You say you're on the under as well. Absolutely. Any interest in plus 600 to win maybe the division? That's a bet that, 
No, that's a bet, though. If we're both on that one, we both feel pretty confident. I'm, I'm rolling with that bet. I'll be putting that one in. I'll be placing that one, too. That's one of the ones I feel more most confident about. And it's it's not a long – a long term, I believe, in Urban Meyer. I just don't yet. Like, I, I want to see – division I think I've, I've looked at so far, which probably means I'll bet it completely wrong and not get a single thing right. <laughs> I want to – I'm interested to see what you think about the next team. That's the Indianapolis Colts. They've got an interesting number, I thought, and it's one that I, I – the over is the favorite. Uh, it is the one kind of you kind of eat the chalk, you know, pay the juice on. Their number is eight and a half, and their division number to win the, the to win the AFC South is plus one forty. What's your take on this roster? A lot of shakeup, you know, with Car- with Carson Wentz coming in. What's your take on the Colts? So this may be a thing because I hear about them every day because I watch the Pat McAfee show every day, and obviously he's a He's a Colts guy, so this may be something that I hear like the greatest things about this team. But they went eleven and five last year. Yeah, and we and Philip Rivers was not outstanding. He was just an average quarterback. He could barely throw the ball downfield. Uh, their offensive line is if they get Quentin Nelson back, and he's good, is one of the better offensive lines. They didn't protect like it last year and run the ball like it, but they are. Jonathan Taylor's probably the best young running back, like as in the first, second year type running back. He's, he's the leader of that pack. Uh, but here's the question, kind of like with Houston, if Deshaun Watson plays, they'll win more than four games. Uh, if Carson Wentz can return to how he played in 2018, the first 11 games of the year, when they went to the Super Bowl one with Nick Foles and whatnot, he was going to be the MVP of the, of the league. Like there was no question he was leading by far was going to win the MVP that year. So I wrote down a few things. He played 11 games in, in 2018, had a 70% completion percentage, 21 touchdowns, seven interceptions, 102.2 rating. You wow. would take that every day of the week for your starting quarterback. 2019, played all 16 games, dropped a 64% completion, 27 touchdowns, seven interceptions, 93.1 uh, rating. Still not bad. And they were decent that year. They didn't make a run, but they still, I think, made it to the playoffs. The difference between those two years, their offensive line was healthy in Philadelphia. That's yeah. really the only difference. Uh, and then 2020, their offensive line got depleted, no weapons, um, 57% completion percentage in 12 games, 16 touchdowns, and 15 interceptions, and a 72.8 rating. If he can come back just close to 2018, I think they easily go over. But their first five games will be tough. I saw that uh, today there was uh, – uh, somebody in Vegas was predicting them to go zero and five to start their year, and so who knows? I don't think they'll go zero and five, but it is a tough, tough stretch. They go Seahawks, Rams at home, away at Titans, away at Miami, and away at the Ravens. If it could happen out of that two and three. I think three and two safe. You'll know the over under within the first five weeks of their season. I I tend to agree with you on on that. Uh, so are you on the over or the under with him? I'm on the over. I'm on the over. I got over eight and a half. I think Carson Wentz plays week one. Nelson's back within the first three weeks. And uh, they got enough weapons around. Their defense is good enough. If he just plays okay, they'll win 10 or 11. Because their division, besides the Titans, is – I mean, they get Houston and, and Jacksonville twice. Or four yeah. times. Yeah, that's three and one minimum. And you're hoping four and oh. So, you're, you're hoping to bank four wins right there on that division. And all, all you got to do is go – you know, five, five and eight in the rest of the league, and you've yeah. got the over, you know. Uh, and I think they're good enough to do that. 
Um, I'm, I'm on the over as well, and I really like them at plus 140 to win the division. I think they have the most talented roster up and down in the division. Uh, they are somewhat weak at wide receiver. I think that's probably uh, their weakest unit. Yeah. But they've got decent tight ends to cover it up. I think Mo Alley Cox had a pretty good year. Uh, you know, last year I think he, I think Wentz has shown in the past he likes to throw to tight ends. Don't forget about Jack Doyle. Uh, he's pretty good. One thing that I like about Wentz is he's already got this kind of bond with Frank Reich because he was in Philadelphia uh, yep. with him. And some of his his best season, if I'm not mistaken, was the year they won the Super Bowl and he got replaced by Foles. Right. Yep. So. And, and Reich was the coordinator on that team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I wouldn't say I'm necessarily a Carson Wentz believer. Like, I think he's an elite quarterback or anything like that. But I don't think he's as bad as he was last year. Last year, out of 38 qualifying quarterbacks, he had the 32nd highest grade. He's not that bad. He ain't, he ain't that. He's probably not going to be in the top 10. But with Rivers last year, they were 11-5. and five, And I don't think the drop-off from Rivers to Wentz is that steep if there is a drop-off. As long as he's I think it's healthy. Probably an improvement if he's healthy. Yes, I do too. If, if he's healthy, he's good. Now, one thing I want to throw out there about Carson Wentz is, and I'm glad you mentioned this, you said the difference in his years was his offensive line. He had a healthy offensive line in, in 18 when he was awesome, in 19 when he was good. Yeah. He had a broken offensive line in 20 with Peters with Brooks with you know with with Kelsey with uh, Lane Johnson going out like they, they were they were in and out I mean swapping out guys all year long yep. um it was basically a backup O-line which as you saw with my Chiefs in the Super Bowl doesn't really bode well for your chances as quarterback or as an entire team if he's got a good line he's going to be at least somewhat successful and if you're at least somewhat successful with a stacked roster, but I, would, I don't know that this is a stacked roster, but it's a very good NFL roster. It's a top seven or eight NFL roster, I think, up and down. The question is the quarterback. The question is the health. I, I'm on the over, and it's if I were when I was doing this originally, and I was saying, what's my most confident bet on the board? Colts over eight and a half is my most confident yeah. bet in the entire league. In the entire league. And I will be placing quite a bit on in, in terms of division favorites. It's up the the odds are not amazing at plus one forty. Yeah, but they're still I would still but take it. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. I'm I'm gonna bet both of those, the Colts over and the Colts to win the division. Uh, with you over eight and a half is is one of my go. favorites for them. And the next one is is one of my other favorites. But yeah, this this one's probably my top three in the entire league as my uh, one of the bets I'm I feel most comfortable with, and I I, I get it I'm I'm with I'm with you on this one. So so far we're kind of in lockstep. I want I'm interested to see how we feel about this last one. Uh, it's the, my our, our home state team. Well, my home state team now. Uh, the Tennessee Titans. Are you uh are you tightening up this Tighten year? Up. Tighten huh? up. We'll we'll see. I'm I'm extremely conflicted about this one. Their over under sits at nine. And when you think about their roster, you, you're like, man, nine seems low for that team. Just so you think about all the star power. You think about Tannehill coming back, Derrick Henry, the king. You think about A.J. Brown. You think about Julio Jones, who they acquired in the offseason. You think, you know, you think about uh, Simmons on the D-line. You think about all these guys they have, and you're like, nine wins? That's the best we can do? And I, it, it seems to not make sense. Uh, but when you look closer and you look at their schedule, it starts to make a little bit of sense because their schedule is 
a murderer's row. It's brutal. It's very tough. So, you know, they got a lot of 50, 50 games and I just, I don't know why. And I, my gut is all I'm listening to on this team. I can, I can say, Oh, this team is a 12 win team on paper without looking at their schedule. But then you look at the schedule, it's like, oh, it's going to be tough finding them 12 wins because you start with the Cardinals at home. That's a 60-40 game. You should win that one, but the Cardinals are good enough to beat you. At Seattle, you count that as a loss. The Colts at home, 50-50 game. At the Jets, that's probably a win. At the Jags, you hope that's a win. Bills at home, I mean, it's probably a loss, but you don't really know. You could see them winning. They've beaten them before. I think if Chiefs, they win one of the next two games, the Bills, Chiefs. They win one of those, you're in good shape. At the Colts, you hope, you're thinking a loss. At the Rams, you're probably thinking a loss. The Saints in your house, we don't know what the Saints are. Like, it's a yeah. toss-up game. The Texans in your house, good. Uh, at the Patriots, probably Again, a loss. I don't, I don't think we know what the Patriots are, but I, we don't I know. But it's a loss. Yeah, I, I, I would assume that uh, just, just looking at the schedule – you go to at you know Jags at home. You think that's you think it's probably a win at the Steelers. You don't know, but that's a tough place to play. And the Steelers are not going to be terrible. At least going to be competitive. Uh, we'll talk more about them in our AFC North episode. Yep. You get the 49ers at home. That's a ridiculously tough game. I think the 49ers are a real Super Bowl contender. Be really good. The Dolphins. We we told you on the last show that we we don't know that they have a huge range of outcomes. By this time, they could be you know rolling. Rolling or or they could be terrible. Like we don't, they could have decided two is not what they want, and you never know. And you're at the Texans, so you only find like four or five that you feel good about on that schedule. Like you, you're definitely going to win. It's a lot of 50 50 games and a lot of assumed losses. So when I hear nine for them, I am on the under for the Tennessee Titans, and the over is favored here. I believe it's minus 150 on the over. So that's mm-hmm. part of the reason I would take the under. And I am actually going to bet this one because I feel like the odds give me enough of an advantage to where it feels worth it. And I also get really annoyed with the Tennessee Titans fans who lives around, who live around me. <laughs> I so enjoyed the, the year that the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. Uh, the, the, they lost a very close game in Mahomes' first game back from injury to them. And every Titans fan I knew was like, oh, your team sucks, man. Your team's terrible. The Titans go in the Super Bowl. I was like, I'll see you. I'll see you in February, okay? And uh, you'll be at home. And then when we took, <laughs> we came back from that 10-0 deficit and just put our foot on their throat, um, it was it was awesome. And I made sure to go back to every Titans status on Facebook and just typed LOL, LOL. That's funny. LOL with the Mahomes nodding GIF. Titans fans hate me. Uh, that's okay. Hey, I want to say something real quick about that before we go. I, I, I love Julio Jones, but I think his acquisition is overrated because he replaces Corey Davis, who had a really great season. I still think A.J. Brown is the number one receiver in this offense. Like, it's a gain, but people are acting like you gained something, you know, more than what you had. Like, you got rid of – a a really good player and replace him with a great player. It's not going to be a super significant gain over what you were last year. It is a gain. Don't get me wrong. You obviously want Julio Jones more than Corey Davis, but we can't discount that Corey Davis was a really good player for this team. And you hope that Julio is the same and a little better. I don't know. I, so I'm going to start off by saying that the Titans are besides the Eagles and Washington football team, 
this is my least favorite team in the NFL. And it's for the same reasons I don't like uh, old orange UT out there and in Rocky Top. Um, their their fans just annoy the crap out of me. And I'm this is coming from a Cowboys fan who everybody goes, Oh, they annoy the crap out of me. <laughs> so whatever. This is this it's is fair. my team. I this is my team I get to hate the fans on, right? Uh, but you say Julio like yeah, Corey Davis was good. Julio's great. I don't think it's as much about what Julio does as far as numbers. But when you have Derrick Henry back there and you go with Julio and A.J. Brown on the outside, Derrick Henry's a cheat code. This dude yeah. is uh, – he's one of the top five players in the NFL. Like, if Patrick Mahomes is to the quarterback position that he is, like a head and shoulders above everybody else, I think Derrick Henry's that for the running back position. I don't think there's anybody close to him at the running back position. He can single-handedly just turn a game around. He, he can go for 250 yards and three touchdowns, and Ryan Tannehill throw 10 passes. And so, like I told you before, I think they can control games if he's running the ball well. And I think with Julio, A.J. Brown on the side, Taylor the back, I think they just control enough games, time of possession. Their defense isn't very good. They got some – I mean, Jeffrey Simmons can get to the ball or get to the quarterback. But, I mean – he can just hold the ball for so long, and they're powerful. Like their offense is powerful enough to score enough points to win. Uh, so I see them going over. I feel pretty confident in over. Um, I think they'll win the division, even though I think the Colts will. They both finished eleven and five last year. I think I could see them finishing one team twelve and five, one team eleven and six, whatever. And maybe what the last game of the year, or one of the last games of the year, they play each other again. But. Um, yeah, I got the over. I got the over. Ryan Tannehill's been really good for the past three years. Um, Julio, we're going to talk about it in the next episode. Dan Quinn is not an offensive guy, and their offense no. in Atlanta was terrible the past few years. Julio is the best wide receiver we've seen since Calvin Johnson. Like, just pure talent, just destroy people. I mean, we watched him in Tennessee when he was at Alabama with a broken arm. Ooh. Just – a Nile. I mean, it's the most incredible performance I've seen in person. He so, was so much better than everybody Angela else in the field. Man, he like, was amazing. Yeah. And so I think we kind of forget how good he is when he has somebody that can get him the ball. Not that Matt Ryan was bad, but just the offense that can get him the ball. I think you're going to see a bounce back year for him. A.J. Brown's going to be really good. But I just think Derrick Henry, he's got a chance for, for 2,000 again this year. Man, I – I always say, like, I, I'm one of those people who doesn't really believe in, like, huge investments in running backs uh, or that running backs really make a difference. Like, I think if you have – your running game is more dependent on your offensive line and your play calling than it is about your back. But there's a few backs in the NFL, just a few, maybe a handful. Maybe I can count them on two fingers. I don't know. But, okay, a handful. It's like Chubb, Henry, McCaffrey – Barkley, I'm leaving somebody off. Um, it was Zeke a few years ago, and he's been yeah. He he could get but back his there. First two or three, Camara. Years, I mean, yeah, you're only your upper echelon of running backs in the NFL really make that big impact. Derrick Henry is the one who makes the biggest impact. Like you, yeah. you can. He's the running back you pay. Like he's and the he very do catching the ball either. Like it yeah, is which is amazing. Like he's so good just, running. Like yeah. He's he's amazing, and and I think their offensive line is good enough at run blocking to keep them in games. I just we said this with Washington in the NFC East, or I said it, and I think it's possible Washington is the best team in the NFC East, but they have the toughest schedule, and therefore they want to win the division. I think yeah. the Titans might 
in the season feeling like, man, we if we just done this a little bit better, we'd be, you know, 11 and six, but we're sitting here at eight and nine. I don't feel awesome about it, about this bet, but I do know I get enough, I, I get some, you know, advantageous odds that I'm, I, I, I like. A couple of things I wanted to say about them was that they, like you mentioned it, they don't really have anybody that can get after the quarterback besides Simmons. Uh, I, I don't really, I'm not a big fan of Bud Dupree. I'm not really a fan of Harold Landry. Um, their secondary is a big question mark. The linebacking core is pretty good. Uh, They've got the same questions as the Cowboys on defense. Yeah, not they really bad, do. It's a lot of the same questions. But the thing I think that – there's two things I think could make a difference. And it comes down to Arthur Smith, who I, I, I really believe is one of the better play callers in the league. Like It's like Andy Reid, Brian Dayball, Arthur Smith that are up there in terms of best play callers for me. Kyle Shanahan will be up there Kyle as well. Shanahan. I just feel like he's – with him gone, you it's it's they do have somebody that was there. Uh, Todd Downing, I believe is his name. He was a, the tight ends coach last year, so he's stepping in. He's familiar with the offense at least a little bit. But I just, I feel like they're going to lose something. And they're going to miss Arthur Smith. I don't know. I could be wrong, but Vrabel's not an offensive guy, and I don't know, man. I just there's something. I think I think that, that loss is going to matter for them, and I think that gain is going to matter for the Falcons. And the last thing was. Are we sure Ryan Tannehill is this good? Are we sure? Been, I mean, I mean, it's been two complete years now. I mean, a year and a half. He's yeah. been awesome. I mean, he's been awesome. Like, but, at some I mean, point, the sample size is big enough. You know, two or three games, I guess. Yeah. But I mean, it's been twenty-five plus games where he's been great, like a top three quarterback in the league statistically. He just does what he's supposed like, to do. Statistically, like I know you don't see it on the field, but statistically, he's been. A more, I'm not gonna say productive, but like efficient passer than like Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady. Like if you just look at the numbers, he's efficiently like the most effective quarterback in the in the league. Titans fans will hate me for this, but I think he's just a souped up Alex Smith. Like I think I think he's doing I, with the Titans what Alex Smith did at his peak, and like I think that's what he is. But there's gonna be games like he's not going to win it. No, Derrick Henry could, AJ Brown could. But I feel like he's got – it's kind of like what we said with Wentz. Like, he's he's like an above-average quarterback, but he's made better by his surrounding cast and his game plan. But I do think missing Arthur Smith could hurt him. And it kind of goes into me taking the under. It might make a difference in one or two games here and there. I don't know. I could be wrong, but – I think the Bills, Chiefs are the top of the AFC. Yeah. But then I think it's like Ravens, Titans, Browns are like three teams that are in the same – Colts, category. I think. Yeah, they're they may be a little bit lower, I think, just because the unknown with Carson Wentz. Yeah, just really have no clue. Uh, but if Carson Wentz is is good, they're in the same same tier. And so, can you snag a couple of those from the guy? The teams in the same tier. Like, if you're in that tier, you should be able to go 500 or so against those teams. And if yeah. they can do that, they'll they'll easily hit the over and win the division. I just every year it feels like the Titans lose games they're not supposed to lose, yeah, and they win they, a couple they're not supposed to win. Yeah, was it the Bills last year? They just destroyed them at home. Yeah, but like, did they, didn't they lose both games with the Colts? Is that right? I'm not sure. Uh, one and one, but now I got to look it up. <laughs> now I got this is going to make for a great uh, a great podcast. Me looking up the <laughs> the schedule of the 2020 Tennessee Titans. Um, let's see. I, down earlier. I, I looked at it earlier. I looked at their schedule from last year, them and the Colts, but um, didn't jot it down. Who did they lose to that was like just crazy? 
the Saints beat them. Oh, the Panthers. It was the Panthers. No, it wasn't. That's too far. That's too wrong. Far. I'm too far. No, it wasn't. But anyways, I don't know. Don't listen to me. I feel pretty confident in it. I see why you take the under because of their schedule, but I think they got enough talent to go over. I, I it's one that I'm not. I'm 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 gonna bet it only because of the odds and only because I don't like. I don't really want them to be good. I would say um, take your bet that you're gonna put on that and put it on the Colts and double up on them winning the division because you're basically pro- betting the same thing. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I think I'm gonna do. Um, I'll probably probably lean more that way, but but I don't. It's one where if I'm betting the over, I don't feel awesome about it. Like yeah. I just that schedule is brutal. It is. I, it is. Any uh any final words before we sign off on this episode? No, I think what what we say Colts eight eight and a half over eight and a half is probably the best uh best bet. And then if you want something with a little bit of little bit of uh, odds there, good odds to make some money to them winning the division. What plus one fifty? Plus one forty. Yeah, you might be plus able to get plus one fifty some places. We so, saw I, I saw plus one forty at uh draft. I mean fan fan duel today. Yep. So let's roll Colts. That's our that's our favorite. All right. What's their slogan? Colt up. Um, yeah. It's better than tighten up. It's really not, but whatever. Tighten we're, up's we're, terrible. We're on the Colts, and our next episode will be on the NFC South. Be sure to tune into that. Like, comment, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us on Instagram. What's the Instagram uh, handle? Uh, backyard um, underscore blue, I believe. Backyard underscore blue on on. On the gram, we on Instagram straight on flexing. Shout out to them freshmen. So yeah, I'm probably doing. I was gonna time. do a Instagram live after all elite or dynamite tonight, but I gotta figure all that stuff out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We learn it on the fly. All right, guys, thanks for listening. We'll see y'all soon.